Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for being with us. We have a terrific guest. It's been too long since we've talked with her, Lisa Haven, and she's been kicking butt and taking names. I mean, I've been following her, particularly on her YouTube channel, and she's kind of all over, and we're going to let her tell you how to follow her, but she has just been killing it on YouTube with, uh, I'll tell you, just groundbreaking story after groundbreaking story, and I'm so glad to have her as a colleague because there can't be too many of us putting the word out. But before we join Lisa, we have a couple of very timely ads and we're going to take care of our ads up front because I want to give Lisa a full shot uninterrupted here because I'm telling you folks, if you're not motivated to action, you will be after you hear what she's been saying and and uh, I just I, I saw her last broadcast and I contacted her and said, Lisa, i got to get you on. I know you're busy but you got to come on and so she's here but first of all, let me tell you, we're brought to you by My Patriot Supply and you're going to see how appropriate this ad is for this show. I really worry about how much longer my patriot supply is going to be able to deliver food and and this is this is a fact folks this is something that with the diesel shortage and all the other things that lisa is going to talk to us about we are really up against it for delivery and my patriot supply is the best there is out there right now many of these people that were doing food have sold out to the government uh, or they've gone under because they couldn't meet production quotas and my patriot supply is not raised prices they have a special and that special is a parent when you go to preparewithdave.com uh, lots of diversity in the food so you won't get sick of eating the same thing uh, good food choices uh, just it's a win-win but your your shelf is limited i just don't know when that shelf is going to end i don't know where you're going to go off the cliff and say no more but it's not just going to happen with food folks it's going to happen with preps doug thornton from dhs uh, said today man i hope people have their preps in order things are getting so bad so that's number one number two if you have a food you better have water and i do think we'll see a grid down scenario i don't know the length but they're already talking about roving blackouts so you need to know that the, when your grid goes down for any length of time, getting water is a trouble, a problem. You're going to have to scavenge. So we have the best uh, water filter, I believe, in the business, but it has a limited shelf life because they've run out once. They restarted. Uh, Lisa also sells this, too. At uh, one time, I was the only remaining vendor, and then they brought it back. and said, Dave, you want to try it? And I understand that they're back, and they've expanded the sales force, which is good. But this is the best water filter there is. It also has a sale. They also haven't raised prices so go to waterwithdave.com and last but not least ladies and gentlemen um, do you have assets in the bank good keep working capital there absolutely you need to do that but if you're storing everything there and it's funny i just had this discussion with my wife about moving something out of the bank today on this very topic but if you have capital in the bank above and beyond what you need for two or three months you need to buy gold you need to buy silver you need to gold back your ira or your 401k and I'm talking about Noble Gold, and I'm not an advertiser for Noble Gold. I'm a customer telling you how good it is. Yes, I've been a customer of Noble Gold now for three and a half years. Best customer service, most reliable, and when the crash comes, I know I'm going to take a hit, but I'm not going to take a hit like I would have if I hadn't had Noble Gold. So if you have a nest egg to protect, and that's about 65% of Americans, you need to call Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And you ever wonder why I still have the same ads year after year? 
because this stuff works and it's needed. Lisa Haven, it is so great to have you on. Um, you're one of my favorite people. I, I watch your stuff all the time, and um, there is a lot of people in our business. And Ted Brower and I were talking about this the other day. There are some people who are compromised. There are some people who give out bad information, but you are one of the good ones, and and I just appreciate what you do. And I'm so glad to have you on to talk about the food supply. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm truly excited to be here. And, and as you know, I really love you as well. You're getting the truth out. And without people like you, we would de- not be waking up the masses like we are today. Well, you know what? It's funny you'd say that. Before we jump into our topic, um, I was so frustrated for years when I said, gee, we're just not reaching the people like we should be. And uh, how do we do that? Well, Right now, I would say, I don't know the percentage, but I would guess over half the country is awake. They're not active. They're hoping someone else will do their work for them. But we are having an effect, Lisa. They are listening, and they know things are terribly wrong. Did I lose you? I'm still here. I think you... Okay, you cut out just for a second. But anyway, do you feel that, too, that people are, are really waking up in large numbers? Oh, absolutely. I, I think, um, you know, the, now that we're seeing, and, and we're going to get into a lot of this, but we're seeing a global, what I'm going to call awakening, revival, and uh, like over what's happening, you know, in the Netherlands, what's happening across Europe, what's happening in Sri Lanka, what's happening now in Canada. Uh, and so we're starting to see not only awakening in the United States, thank God uh, that it is awakening all over the globe. And I think a lot of these countries uh, are seeing it before us because they are kind of ahead of us in some aspects behind in others, but ahead of us on this uh, uh, great reset agenda or new Green Deal agenda, Agenda 2030. They've always had it penned and planned. They just always change the name and put it under a new little package because everybody realizes that it brings with us, brings with it death, destruction, and basically, you know, (laughs) food shortages, us being poor, communism, and the whole nine yards. So I kind of see an awakening. Now, a lot of these people may not realize the depth of the story of what they're truly fighting against. So like some of the farmers or some some of the people abroad, a lot of them know, but some are just out there because they're like, this is hurting my pocketbook. This is hurting my livelihood. This is messing with my family. We've got to do something. And I think that's the initial awakening that we're seeing. And when they start diving in more and asking the questions why, then I think we're going to have even a stronger awakening. Well, you may not be aware of this, but Breitbart posted a poll today, and I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember the purveyor of the poll, but it said that one-third of Americans thought they were going to have to take up arms against their government. So this is getting serious. Oh, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And um, so much so, I think, here in America, if we just want to focus here, I think people are honestly starting to see through the Biden administration. Even Democrats, I know, are waking up. They're like, you know what? I, I, I'm tired of what's going on here. Uh, and I, 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 you know, I, I thought these concepts and, and more pr- principles were good. And it turns out a lot of them say now we have all these issues and problems. And sometimes they'll let me explain it to them. Other times they won't. They just shut down. But I, I think um, I read that same poll that you're referencing. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, it, it was a lot more Republicans than Democrats. But I was shot, shocked that both sides were actually, hey, we're sick and tired of this. There is something more going on uh, that we need to be aware of. Yeah, humanity is under attack. There's no question. Um, Bob Griswold called me today, and I don't want to digress too far, but um, humanity is under attack, and that's not a strong statement. It's an accurate statement. Bob told me that uh, some doctors are coming out and saying there are gene morphing elements that are that are making monkeypox far worse for kids. In other words, gain of function, Dr. Fauci. And he said, this is the next scandal, Dave. And I think he's probably right. They're not going to stop. And this is transhumanism, too. You gene editing, this is what it leads to. And this is humanity. And what the Democrats need to realize is they're not going to be spared. <laughs> These people in charge aren't going to care who they supported, who they voted for. They're all going to be victims. But Democrats are flipping. I had a guy, and I said I'd keep his name out of it and he's from uh, a midwestern state 
and he's a city councilman, and he was a diehard liberal Democrat. And he said, Dave, I used to hate you, and I'd just tune you in so I could cuss at you. And he said, now I realize I don't agree with you on everything. He said, but you're really trying to help people, and most of what you say I totally agree with, and we need to be on the same side. So that's an example of how the Democrats are flipping. They are. They absolutely are. And speaking of gene editing, while you're like on that topic, uh, just I think it was just a few days ago, the World Health Organization unit head of global infection hazards preparedness uh, came out. He's like, we do have uncertainties around the effectiveness of these. He's, he's talking about monkeypox vaccines because they haven't been used in this context and this scale before. In other words, you're part of a really big clinical trial study to see how effective these really are because we don't really know. <laughs> God only knows, you know, what's going on with that. But either way, I mean, we know that America and even uh, p- big portions of the globe are being run by a pack of establishment we- weasels that really uh, make up our garbage ruling class. And they're no longer loyal to us. Uh, and they're only loyal to this global ideology that demands a great reset, which in turn is going to unfortunately turn us into a bunch of impoverished serfs instead of prosperous citizens. But the truth is, we don't have to take it. And I think that's what we have to start focusing on because sometimes we get lost and we know this is coming, we know this is coming. But if we can get enough people woken up, like you said, you're waking up your Democrat friends, I'm waking up some Democrat friends that I have, then I think we can get the ball rolling. I do too. Um, I'm just hoping we can accumulate enough momentum to overturn things. And they know they're in trouble because the Democrats, I forget the bill number, uh, H.R. 4350, I think it was. And it's a, it's a martial law bill that's in Congress right now and allowing the president to declare martial law on his own say-so without any real legal justification. Well, right now he's already talking. He wants to declare uh, an emergency over... Oh, a climate, and then he also wants to declare an emergency over monkeypox. That just came out recently. But anytime they declare these emergency acts and a national emergency, it gives it gives unchecked power, like what you're saying. And then we run into all these problems. The good news is, and I'm going to tie this into an article I put about about Donald Trump. Kind of, I would say, signing his death warrant, if you will, because he is going into full frontal attack against the deep state, aka the swamp, aka organizations like the FBI, DHS, and all these corrupt departments that have been in bed with the Democratic Party for far too long. Uh, now, this is like, I guess, not rumored, not rumored. I'm going to wait and see. But if President Trump does this, I, I, I'm ecstatic. He's going to use Schedule F executive order to basically drain the swamp, which says, and I'm really going to summarize here, that you can fire people within the executive government. So that would give him the ability to fire through Schedule F, you know, thousands and thousands of employees, government bureaucrats. And, you know, that would really be the true way to <laughs> drain the swamp and fix some of what we have in America. I think if we don't, say, disband the FBI, for example, because they've just become a useless useless organization, uh, then we are going to run into some real trouble because you're going to be limited in what you can do if every department that's in your executive branch is all controlled by liberal Democrats. There has to be a fix for that. There has to be something we can do. And so I'm kind of excited about that if it goes through. So we'll see (laughs) if he becomes president too. I mean, and if he runs, I mean, there's a lot of ifs to it. But I think that's what we need to start electing people to do. Get them in there and say, okay, hey, we uh, let's get rid of some of these departments that have been corrupted and turned into political Dissidents going after political dissidents and watching the American people versus their original intent. They're being used as sort of spy agencies for the Democrat Party in order to accomplish whatever will or agenda they will, which is leading to mass arrests of, of conservatives. Uh, we had Roger Stone. Um, uh, Roger Stone. Oh, God, why am I blanking? So many attacked. Bannon. Yeah, Steve Bannon, Pete mm-hmm. Navarro, um, Michael Flynn, Donald Trump has been attacked, but anyone who has done, uh, I, I, you know, the Democrats have done far worse than even anything that, you know, Republicans have done. None of them, none of them go to jail whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and here we have in America, you know, we have people going to jail for doing less 
things than what the Democrats did and things that aren't even, in, in Bannon's case, it's not even a crime. You, you know, going in front of this fake J6 one-sided committee where they, they don't have, they don't give you the ability, well, let's find out if what that person is saying is true, where the other side can come in and question like you do in a real court. So we have these mass arrests of conservatives. We have conservatives, and we've talked about this for a long time, but it went from being labeled a racist, xenophobic, to now calling you and I, people like us, a white supremacist and a Nazi, to then saying we're terrorists of the United States, to creating lists, putting us on profiles, uh, to going into businesses like Chase Bank and, uh, and and other businesses and saying, hey, you're got, you have conservative views. We're not going to give you a bank account anymore. We're not going to give you a loan. We're not going to give you insurance. These are things that have happened to actual Christian conservatives, many of us. And so it's like piece by piece by piece. And then the next step was the arresting of a, a lot of conservatives. Specifically, even uh, they, they've attacked members of Congress uh, who are just somewhat leaning on that side. So the bottom line is, how do you fix this? And how do we get the right people in to make things better for our We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time country and i think one of the ways is what trump plans if he makes it in uh which god i hope or someone or uh i even like uh, just santis as well but he's got the schedule f executive order and and if he does it the way i hope he will we can drain some of that swamp and start getting our country back because it's been taken over. It has been taken over, and I like how you did the dichotomy between uh, enforcement for friends of Biden versus non-friends of Biden. Sussman should be in prison for his role in the Russian collusion delusion and that phony dossier. Uh, he, he was he was found out to be guilty by a select prosecutor. He lied to the FBI, and he gets a walk. Uh, to, to me, and they had donators for the Clinton uh, campaign on the jury, and I'm thinking, okay, where was the jury selection process? How do you not ask those questions? The fix was in, and that's that. That was just one one example of what you're talking about. Peter Navarro 
couldn't have testified before the J6 committee himself without going to jail for violating executive privilege. It's Trump's privilege. And they put a 72-year-old man in leg irons. They tortured him. And the definition of torture is not feeding for over 24 hours. They didn't feed him. They didn't give him water. They didn't let him call his lawyer. And and all he, all he was doing, he was suing J6 because they were trying to force him to testify. And he said, I can't. The privilege is uh, Donald Trump's. Unless he gives it up, I can't testify. And they, 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 they go and arrest him like a bunch of goose-stepping Gestapo. And it's just it's crazy what's going on. But I want to go back to the food for a second. And let me tell you, I did an informal poll on my show, and it's not scientific. But I asked, I, I asked truckers, I said, uh, please tell me, at what point when diesel raises its prices to what level will you have to cease operations? And uh, they were kind of over the map at the center. The average, the mean, and the mode, the most common answer, was $8 a gallon. Now, right now, we got a brief respite because Biden's trying to work on the prices for election purposes. But we'll reach that $8. I've been told for independent truckers it's uh, it's going to be lower. It's probably closer to 7 I've been told for the big firms, for big customers, they might keep things going until it reaches about ten or eleven dollars. But the average is eight. So at some point in time, Lisa, we're not going to be able to get the food to market. No, and, and it's and it's part of their plan. It's a coordinated attack on a global scale. That's a, a, like the report that I put out today. Yes, um, they want to go after our oil, our gas, our fossil fuels. In fact, Pete Buttigieg and um, who was it, Iyer or or someone, both came out. Uh, Pete Buttigieg came out and said on numerous occasions, well, this is all good because it encourages people to, well, go out and buy your electric vehicles. Kamala Harris went out and said the same thing. Or basically, this is good because it gets less carbon dioxide. So they're very openly admitting uh, that this is part of the plan. Yes, this is what we want. This is what we campaign it's what he campaigned on and that's why i don't get it even a lot of these democrats and liberals are like what are going on what's going on not the liberals because excuse me but they're stupid i'm not trying to be rude but that's what's destroying our country it's okay to tell the truth please it's okay (laughs) it's all right to tell the truth here that's what we're all about but no you're absolutely right about this and and it just it's getting crazier and crazier but you know it, it occurred to me last night and I'm actually uh, going to do a podcast on this. Uh, when Marie Antoinette said, let him eat cake, well, that was kind of her death warrant that he issued, she issued to herself. She said, basically, to heck with the people. And when Pete Buttigieg and these other Democrats come out and tell people where two-thirds of Americans can't make it paycheck to paycheck and they're digging into their credit cards to get by and go buy an electric car for 60000 and there's not the infrastructure to support it, what he's basically saying is, let him eat cake. Let him eat cake. That's what they're telling us. To hell with you, America. Exactly. Or you can go with a New York Times latest article. What, what, what was it? They're, they're um, about cannibalism, straight up cannibalism. I'm like, did they actually just admit that? But New York Times published an entire article in which they said, oh, gosh, let me, what was the, um, did, did you see the article no, I referenced? N- no, I haven't heard this. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. New York Times put out an article that completely supports cannibalism. Like completely, they're like, okay, there are certain times where cannibalism uh, is something that, you know, is called for. And that's why, you know, movies and stuff come out about it. And here it is. Okay, I found the article. A Taste of Cannibalism. That is the name of the article. So if anybody wants to pull it up, go to New York Times, plug in A Taste for Cannibalism, and it'll come right up. I was like, oh, just in time. As the United Nations says, there's catastrophic food crisis coming as uh, Netherlands and Ireland and Canada and Europe, parts of Europe, uh, all work and, sh- and, 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 and Sri Lanka work together to implement these nitrogen emissions and fertilizer bans, stuff that is anti-farmer. They're, they're, they're anti-farmer legislation. Then the New York Times comes out after telling us already that we need to eat bugs and land, land, lab-grown meat. Let them eat bugs, let them eat lab-grown meat, and let them eat people. No joke. It's sick. It's so uh, scary. Yeah, um, talk about Marie Antoinette. They're, instead of saying cake, they're literally saying let them eat bugs and let them eat people. And this is exactly what this entire report is on. And they specifically say uh, there is a time and a place for it. 
I'm like, you guys are twisted and sick. Well, you know, it comes down to this, too, and, and I want to continue with the food because there's many other uh, variables coming into play. But, um, Lisa, I had lunch with an old, old friend yesterday, he and his wife, and we were talking um, about some of these issues. And it comes down to this. Um, you're either um, for good and you've chosen Jesus or you're for evil. And if you haven't chosen evil, if you've not chosen, you've chosen evil. And this is really a battle between good and evil here. And um, and so you wonder how people can do these terrible things to human beings. Yeah, just go eat other people. Soil it green. You've seen the mat in Washington State and what they've done there. Uh, this is These are the mindsets of people who are infested with uh, some kind of demonic motivation. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, there's not even a question. <laughs> like, what is going to lead you to do that? And I, I think that's part of, you know, what's going on here. I mean, we have all these countries, right? And all their world leaders are working together to push the Great Reset Agenda. Uh, just another word for Agenda 2030, just another word for the New Green Deal. And as it turns out, which we already knew, and our people have already been listening to, to us say this for years, uh, that it is all about usurping our food supply, turning us into communists, and pushing an agenda that isn't even reliable. We can't, I mean, the batteries, for goodness sake, I mean, to, to be able to get rid of one of those and to make what a battery needs, we're talking about all kinds of material. We'd have to massively dig. If we were to actually implement their new Green Deal uh, nightmare, or heaven as they like to call it, but my nightmare, then we're talking about, I read a study once where they would have to have five, and I don't remember if it was North Dakota or South Dakota, but one of the Dakotas, about that size of a state, five of them back to back, and we would have to completely fill it with solar panels and wind and batteries in order to power the entire uh, United States of America. Now, talk about that's not green, that's a massive industrialization of our entire country. We'd have, you know, not much room left for the rest of us, so to speak. So these Green New Deals that they're pushing, what the left refuses to talk about is they're not even really green. You know, th there's a lot of problems and, and, and a lot of mining. In fact, we would wipe out some of our materials to get to the net zero junk that they keep talking about. So then you have to ask, what is the real agenda? Well, we're finding that out now. In the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a catastrophe, they're attacking our farmers' fertilizer fertilizer for crying out loud the fertilizer oh you, you can't use that you know hey you know uh, and we're going to ban you know nitrogen emissions and everything and, and, and ban the fossil fuels for oil they are creating the problem they are making the problem and they don't care what the cost is to get their quote-unquote green new deal aka communist hellhole for us with them rolling at the top and everybody else poor. They want to make it so no one else could ever succeed again. That them and their descendants are the only ones that could do good forever, amen, and the rest of us are peons. <laughs> I hate to say hunger games, but kind of like that. You have one class that's a permanent high class and one class that's a permanent low class and they know it and that's where they're headed and they're doing it under this banner of we're saving you. Saving us from what exactly? A problem that they themselves cause. The Hungarian dialectic, right? <laughs> yeah, Hungary. I like that new term, Hungarian dialectic. Very good. I'm going to have to remember that. But your your analysis there is right on the money. And uh, do, do you? Let me ask you this about the Georgia Guidestones. That is such a weird event to blow them up. I almost feel like they're trying to cover up the fact that they really do want to reduce the world's population by ninety percent by doing that. Oh, um, by by doing like the food shortages. No, blowing blowing up the uh, Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, I think somebody just got pissed off. <laughs> you think that was it? Okay, because I just I looked at that and I go, well, okay, well, right there, and I think Ted Turner was the guy behind or, it. Or like you said, they want the evidence gone because they're going to start doing something like that. Who that's, knows? That's, I, I don't yeah. know which way the cookie will crumble. Well, that's my point. And in fact, actually, too, you know as well as I do, and I've written articles on this. They are very outspoken about reducing the population. So when you said there won't be room for people because they'll have these solar panels and all these other uh, alternative energy features across the country where are people going to live you know what that reminds me of the train ride for the gladiators in the hunger games when they went through miles and miles and miles of no civilization 
Uh, Classic Agenda 21, clear out the rural areas. Uh, I I, I think that this is where it's going. And you know what's interesting about Hunger Games? Uh, That movie, that series... And also, too, uh, a book called, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of the name of it. Now, my son read the book in fifth grade. Uh, but anyway, there were two child authors. And that's what the author of The Hunger Games was, as a child author. She never wrote anything political, geopolitical at all. And this other work, I'm sorry, the name jumps out of my head. They came out at the same time. And what was interesting is it was all about uh, rich upper elite small number and the masses who are serfs and both women were child authors and I went and looked at their backgrounds they had nothing to indicate they were capable of writing this now I think they wrote the words but I think they were given the script I think this was a message predictive programming you never know because the truth is, I mean, they put all this kind of stuff on our television, on our TV sets, and they do have, oh, predictive programming for sure. Uh, these are things that we learned with Project Monarch, Project Artichoke, Project, uh, uh, you know, they, they always give it a pretty new little name and change it. Oh, the American public found out about it. Well, now there's a new one that you're not going to find out for the next 50 years, right? So, and I think uh, that's where a lot of propaganda came from. That's where a lot of efforts on TV, and, and if you notice, um, and I'm, it's just going to be blunt here. The more and more immoral our television, radios, and, and everything gets, the more and more violent our system becomes. And they know that. And they want, and a more immoral people are easily more subjugated, uh, if that makes sense. These are facts of life. These are facts of history, which is why it's one agenda uh, to, you know, do some of the stuff that the globalists are doing now. Uh, and some of those agendas were outlined in Agenda 21, a.k.a. Agenda 2030, which I actually read the entire thing. Very tedious. But what was in that is just a lot of the fact that um, put women in the workforce, uh, you know, encourage women to work, encourage people to have less babies, break down the family, which is in there. And they don't say we're going to break up the family. They're just saying, OK, we're going to en- encourage, uh, you know, uh, same sex marriage. We're going to encourage abortion. We're going to encourage not having babies, putting women in the workforce and all of it's outlined in there. But the bottom line is when you do all that, too, and you've broken apart a lot of the people and, and add in all the immorality and violence on television on on every aspect and you're going to get a more immoral more criminal more uh virulent society in general and i think that's where we are and that's where they had to get us uh in order to do some of the things that they're doing now openly doing now because it's no longer behind closed doors it's out in the public and, and and some people are awake to it and, and and they're like what the heck is that for real and others are like no 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 i didn't just see that like they actually it doesn't matter if it's an actual fact and they said it i've seen people say oh no that's just fake news even if you have the, the words coming out of the person's mouth they'll justify it and said well he mean this or well it, it meant this because a lot of them uh not a lot i i'm going to take that back some of them because we're getting more people awake will actually make justification for some of our leaders because they just can't comprehend how bad things are uh unfortunately because a lot of those movies and theaters uh movies and and um not theaters but a lot of the movies we watch unfortunately you know some of them are like you know the government's the hero the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Oh, in some cases as well. So I think a lot of that. Uh, has been forced on society and you still got a lot of people who are in a daze about what's going on and those are the ones that I would really like to to grab uh, and win to our side and I think eventually they will come around 
Yeah, I think you're right, and we're going to need the sound of marching feet. We need to have so many people, and we become ungovernable, that we need to just shut down the system by non-compliance. I think that's ultimately, this is where I'd like to go, kind of a Gandhi approach, but I'm not sure that we're going to get out, not get out of this without violence. I hope that we don't. I'm a Christian. I don't advocate for violence. But Lisa, it might become a self-defense issue at some point in time. Yeah, I, I just, I hope, I mean, I, I'm praying every single day because uh, it's a terrifying place. You know, what we could be looking at in the future, it, it really is scary. And, and you know, and um, let me just bring Sh- Sri Lanka into this, right? Uh, you know, I kind of touched on a little bit of what's going on there today in my broadcast with all the restrictions and, and banning on fertilizers and stuff that they're doing. But Sri Lanka got to the point where their entire civilization there in the country, they were starving. So as a result of being starving, having been forced into these green policies, they had a 98 score, ESG score, environmental social government score, which is basically a crap score that does exist even here in the U.S. I think we're at like a 50 or something. Yeah, we're, 50, we're 58. Yeah, something. It's just insane. But you give them a 98, which is almost 100%, that means that they should be gleaming right with money based off this liberal theology that they want to push so they're at a 98 percent and what happens their entire society collapses the farming industry collapsed everything collapsed and now the people are starving and the point that i want to say is is very unfortunate i am really glad that they are finally standing up they outed their president they outed their prime minister but it got to the point where they had to be starving then they acted And I hope, you know, we don't get to that point here in America where we're starving, then we act. I mean, we never know what the future holds. But my ideal thing is let's act before we even get anywhere near that point um, and get the right people in. Stop allowing, uh, you know, China, for example, to buy up to buy up all of our farmland. I think they have 40,000, 400,000. I I forget. uh, No, 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 not that many. I I don't remember how many. uh, acres they own in America, but it's a good chunk of our farmland. And then we also have the likes of Bill Gates buying up our farmland. And quite frankly, I, I personally believe that he is preparing to implement or use this farmland that he's buying to put in factories or farmers uh, that either A, grow lab meat, or B, produce bugs. Because he's openly admitted to saying, okay, you know, I bought this land, say, in North Dakota was the biggest issue lately where the North Dakotans were mad. They're like, hey, we don't like it buying up this farmland. What the heck is going on? It's illegal. It's illegal. But it's not illegal so long as he promises to rent the land back to farmers, which he says he's going to do. That's why I'm left with the alternative. Uh, He's going to put in his lab growing meat. He's going to put in his bug factories. Or third, he is going to limit the cattle that they have on the land or start buying it up so the... so. Farmers have less cattle and less farmland, ultimately contributing to his agenda, which will benefit his pockets. It's just that kind of stuff. We we, we all have to be watching and, and start standing against and stopping. I had not thought of it that way. Wow. You are spot on with this. I hadn't thought. I kept thinking he's buying up farmland to prevent farming. That was my initial thought, and I didn't really take the time to look at it in detail. Uh, the communist Chinese are also buying up farms too, farmland. So I, I look at this now, and I think you're absolutely right. This is the home of bugs and uh, fake lab meat. I think you're absolutely right. Did you know that in select schools in the U.K. starting this fall, they're going to make kids eat bugs for lunch? In the U.K.? In the U.K., not all schools. They, the article I read said select schools. So I, I would guess it's like a pilot program. And then I had someone read this to me over the phone, and I don't remember the product. I'm going to have to look into it when I have time. But we're already seeing bug elements come into some of our foodstuffs. If you look at the ingredients, it's not common, but you can find it. That's what I've been told. Yeah, I, I've got to start looking in our products more because I heard somebody else tell, say something about that lately, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope not. And I'm sure it's FDA approved. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're not worth a lick of anything that they used to be worth back in the day. But, yeah, this is just insane. And that's the thing. They think we're stupid. Uh, they're literally – and 
the liberals are being like, yeah, we can eat bugs. We saved the planet. And so they're all for our entire demise, not understanding that it is our demise. Let's have them eat each other. Let's have them eat bugs. Let's have them eat lab-grown crap, which is not going to do anything for our health, right? All of it is just crap food. But we're going to promote this for you serfs and you little people. Right, you impoverish people, and we're going to make it look like a delicatessen. We're going to make it look like it's the best thing in the world, and we're going to dress it up. And, and 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 a lot of these liberal masses are completely and utterly falling for it in the name of the hoax climate change, which they are using to bring about our destruction. Even the guy who uh, originally had brought up the the global cooling, global warming, climate change, whatever new name they want to get it. He goes, this is nowhere near the destruction causing the destruction that all you people are talking about. And he completely backed out backed out of his book, The Whole Nine Yards, then the liberal media, and I forget the name of the guy, but uh, the liberal media went like full-fledged attack mode. He goes, I don't want to be a part of you telling everybody in the world that they're all going to die in 12 years or 50 years because this is not what's happening. This is not what was portrayed, and this is not reality. So it's just it's that kind of stuff that people are falling for. And because they're falling for it, they're going along with all these stupid ideas, not understanding what happens when they do that. What happens next? What does that mean? And they never ask that question. You know, the the strategy I've seen since the um, uh, fraudulent uh, studies that were exposed in 2008 from the email hack from Penn State in East Anglia University in England, um, they showed that, that they were faking the data. And that was 2008. And I thought, okay, global warming is over. And that's what they called it. But then they just repackaged it. They called it climate change. So if it's a little warmer than normal, it's climate change. If it's a little colder than normal, it's climate change. And and when you look at, at this, Lisa, uh, what they do now, they have no substantial data to cover long-period studies. Their studies, like, okay, I, I heard something on ABC yesterday when I was driving. It said, the severe weather we had last week is proof of climate change. And I'm saying, yeah, where's your data? Where's your cause and effect? One week, you're going to take one week weather event and say this is climate change when weather patterns are measured much longer periods of time. And, and you know my background in stat and research, and this thing is a joke. This thing is, when we look at weather patterns in the past, we go back 100 years, 500 years, 1,000 years. They go back a week to justify their position. They don't have any science. In fact, I found this out when they had the Kyoto Protocols, when they first introduced the concept of global warming in 1997 in Kyoto, Japan. They partied for six days. On the seventh day, it was like, oh, well, we got to do something. And they voted whether or not man was causing global warming. They voted. That's not science. Nope. You want to know what I think one of the keys is to fixing society, fixing us as a, as, a, as a world, so to speak. I think the key thing, one of the key things that we have to focus on is, one, censorship, because if we're not allowed to have our voice, we have nothing. Number two, we need to really fight the climate change hoax. If we can really prove, and we can, right? But if we can get the message out loud enough and get enough people on our side to say, hey, this whole thing is a hoax, here's why, here's why then I think we can wake up a lot of people because a lot of the reasons for our problems today is because people actually believe that. And they think the whole world is going to die if if blah, 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 if I don't have carbon taxes, if I don't give up my AC, if I don't give up the food that I eat and start eating bucks. You know, and we have the blinders off where we can see very clearly that the agenda has nothing to do with the climate and all about control over the population. But if we can dis count that lie on multiple levels, I think more people will wake up. What do you think? Well, I think you're right on the money. I, I think uh, it's exactly right. The problem is is the lack of freedom of speech. I don't know how much you can get away with on YouTube, but if I cast the slightest doubt on a, on a lack of a data set to reach a climate change conclusion, that, that video is demonetized. Yeah, they won't monetize them anymore. Anything that speaks against their green agenda uh, I mean, they're, um, yeah, anything that says climate change is a hoax, they won't monetize. And, and, and they're going to start taking them offline as well, just like they did with the election information, just like they did with the COVID and vaccine information. And they'll do it with the monkeypox vaccine, and they'll do it uh, with the climate change agenda. 
that that's it. And that and that's what we have to stop. That's what we have to hold. That's what we have to start waking people up to. But it's been so like when, when, when you take a simple term like changes in climate, which climate change happens all the time. There's always changes in the climate. <laughs> they took a typical term and made an entire thing out of it. So if you know that there's changes in the climate, well, changes in the climate are normal. It has nothing to do with your new term climate change. But they made it so you really can't differentiate one from the other. So they use the very term of changes in weather to put an entire false ideology upon it. So it's like um, we're, we're battling that. You know, we're, we're also battling that. And um, that's the thing. You said they'll take out a week and, and then they don't go back. Like this whole drought that's hitting right now and this this um, heat, There, it was worse. I, I think it was in the early 1960s, if I'm remembering correctly. But there was times uh, where it was worse than it is now. And that's the same with society. If we tracked weather patterns, you know, hundreds of years ago, I'm sure we would see the same thing we do today. But we don't. We only have so much data. And so you're going to tell me off of the limited amount of data that we have, suddenly you think the entire world is going to die and not, you know, our, our ice caps are going to collapse. And, and I really hate it because a lot of the data that they show up there is they'll show like winter, summer, reverse. I think their summer is reversed. Uh, but when, um, you know, the ice naturally melts during their summer, you know, the ice goes down and then it picks back up during the winter like everybody else. And that's what they show you is some of the worst melting up there during those summer months. So and they don't show you the regrowth. <laughs> well, part of it, true north is changing. And so the farther away you get from true north, the more melting you're going to have. And you have new glaciers forming. That's a proven fact. The North Pole used to be at Nova Scotia. So the the globe is always changing true north, even if it's just a small degree in terms of your time measurement. So they're dishonest from the very beginning, from the outset. But, you know, I don't have any proof. But I know a lot about Project Harp, and I know how weather can be manipulated. And I know a man who is a signatory on Air Force Owning the Weather 2025. And uh, I've spoken with this person many times, and he told me how extensive they what they can do. And I have all the patents for Air Force Owning the Weather 2025. They have the ability, according to the patent office, to manipulate weather to cause droughts. So I'm not saying they're doing this. I'm just saying it's certainly technologically possible. Oh, yeah. No, they have. Um, people can easily Google. That's why there's there's people out there. No, you're just a conspiracy theorist. No, look it up. Uh, there's there's actual technology via patents. There's also technology out there um, via, you know, creating clouds and um, cloud seeding and all of that. This is actually technology that is available for public to buy. <laughs> you know? And it's like you can't say that they don't have the ability when I can go if I was rich and buy some cloud seeding technology to make some rain in certain areas that I want to make. Now, if they publicly sell that technology, how can you say some of this other stuff does not exist? And I think that's the questions um, that we've, you know, we've got to address to people put out there, show them, um, because it was a CIA idea that started labeling any and everything conspiracy theory, which we know is just a way to hide information that they don't want out or call it, quote unquote, fake, not true. But unfortunately, a lot of the things that we used to talk about years and years and years ago, uh, it, you know, when we first started here on air, have all come to pass. So what are the new conspiracy theories today that aren't true? Because all of what we said happened to the team. Of course, you have those far out ones like Flat Earth and all that that aren't crap, you know. Uh, but uh, I think those are ones to, you know, make us look stupid, if you will, that actually, you know, are a quote unquote conspiracy. But a lot of the stuff that we talked about ha- has all come to pass. So it has. And, and you know, here's another thing, too. Prior to industrialization, there were drought caused famines. Uh, it wasn't too much. Were they driving their cars too much back in the, back in the Egyptian days? Uh, it's 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 silly. And and then you have the great flood in the Bible. Uh, I suppose they call that a climate change event too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just you know I get so sick of the lack of logic. You know, Lisa, I you know I, I'm not claiming to be a renowned expert, but I've written two courses in stats, and I taught research at the postgraduate level at, at GCU, and, and I have to tell you that anything that they're putting out there right now masquerading the science wouldn't get past my midterm exam. It's a joke. 
It's an absolute joke. They publish no studies where they have replication of data sets to see that the same studies match in their conclusions, and they don't have what's called levels of significance to say that, hey, we know this is true with a 95% degree of probability. Uh, it's just they stand up, and they just say, climate change caused this, climate change caused that. God spoke, you better listen, and we're God. I mean, this is how they how they operate. Yep. They absolutely do. And that's what's sad. They have politicized science. That's it. It's no longer actual science. It's my science. I'll find someone to agree with what I say, even if we have to pay them millions of dollars to do it. (laughs) I digress. But we're going to come up with something that we say is a political right. And this is what we're going to. And then they, they down and bash any science or scientist that speaks out against it. Uh, we have scientists that have been fired, scientists that have told you can't be scientists anymore, scientists kicked out of universities, simply for standing against the hoax of climate change. So they can't even question it. If they so much as question and ask a question, because that's what science is supposed to be all about. You get to question something, and then you can form a, you have a hypothesis, you question it, you do research, and then you find out uh, after experimentation what the answer is. But they're not even allowed to do the science that would question a lot of this stuff. You're not allowed to question the COVID-19 vaccines or do research to the alternative. But thankfully, some of them are still doing it. And the word is getting out in, 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 in minute, minimal, but it's getting out and starting to go out more. But that's because they have I- issued this coordinated attack on truth, coordinated attack on information. And if it's against their narrative, they don't allow it out. And so they're using science as a sort of political god, if you will, science that they control, information that they control, and they're calling fact, even though it's not fact. The science was meant to be tangible. Science was meant to change. Uh, For years, people thought, I'm going to go back to the flat earth, but people thought the earth was flat, right? Because of science or whatever, but science said, you know, maybe we're wrong. And so science reevaluated and then they found out, oh, it's actually round. And so science changes A. And it, it can also prove stuff, and we've also got information for it, but when you're only allowing one side, that's not science, that's control. No, you're exactly right. And, and it's, it's the same thing with the vaccines. Uh, you look at the frontline doctors, esteemed doctors, experts in their field saying, this ain't science. There, there is no dogma for social distance with this. It, it was uh, actually a, a, a 14-year-old kid that sent it, uh, uh, social distancing stuff to George Bush, and they started using it. There was no science. And, and they said this. And they said, we're, we're doing unproven vaccines. You can't bring a vaccine to market this quickly and hope to be safe. You've skipped animal testing and all the other protocols that we build in for safety. And then I talked to Tom Rents, and I, Tom Rents was the attorney for the frontline doctors, and they first broke away, and they were uh, censored <laughs> off the Internet. But uh, Tom and I have discussed this on my show. Uh, these doctors and many other doctors believe that the variants aren't uh, virulent, uh, as they're told they are, and usually variants, uh, let's put it this way, um, when you have a variant, it's not severe. It's not as severe as the original. Yet these people would have you believe it's more severe without any proof, and there's the belief out there that they're using vaccine death and injury and covering it up by saying it's variant death. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because because if you're not allowed, you, you're, you're not allowed to label it death due to the vaccine. Doctors can't really do that. Can't. <laughs> so when you have no option and we have, oh, gosh, there was a number that came out today. Five thousand. I, I can't even quote the number, but I think it was tens of thousands um, of children are, are dying mysteriously. And they don't know why. And it just happened, you know, suddenly after the vaccines were introduced. Like, uh, and they're calling it, uh, or, or is it children or sudden adult death syndrome or sudden death syndrome or something like that? Um, that it's like, well, if you are allowed to, you know, experiment and see or, or do the research to find out, are these linked to the vaccine? You might find out a little more information, uh, you know, and so that's the thing. And there's so much crazy stuff happening after these vaccines but you can't say anything against it and now people are starting to see me i think that was one of the things that woke up a lot of people they're like hey i took the first shot i got really sick or this and this happened to me or this and this happened to my friend so much so that we even had uh what is it Nicki minaj come out and say something it was crazy but 
even people like her were like questioning you know, people you'd never think or never will, not that they're right or wrong in their assessment, but all, all I'm saying is, is people started to see, hey, you know, the government's not as reliable as I thought. And now as more information comes, first they said the vaccines are going to protect you, and then it went from, no, they don't protect you, they'll just keep you, you know, they'll keep you safe to a level to, well, you might have some complications, you know, like heart issues. To, <laughs> yeah, you know, complications, you know, all, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on a little. And this is after they forced on the population. So I think that is, you know, one way I, or one reason why people are waking up. You're starting to see, you know, what's really going on. But No, no, you're absolutely right. And so as we kind of wind this down, uh, we have covered a lot of territory, not just the food as I thought we were going to do, but we, we got into related areas because they used the same strategies. So it was a natural set of links. But what can we do from your perspective what needs to be done to save humanity? Well, I think, again, we have to stand against censorship. We have to overcome that. Uh, and I think one of the ways we could do that uh, is, you know, getting on alternative platforms and getting people off of some of the controlled ones. But if we don't have information, we don't have anything because there's no way if our voices are silenced, there's no one left to get the word out. Right. Uh, second, and especially online, that's the biggest place you're going to do it. And second, I think we really have to go after the climate change hoax agenda. We have to start voicing it. We have to start sharing information. We have to start being active against that entire concept. Uh, and, and people may, people unfortunately, they'll laugh. Oh, your, your conspiracy theory, I, even on both sides of the fence, because it's so driven on both sides. Obviously, you know, we have pollution and stuff we need to take care of, uh, but that's totally different from this green agenda that they're forcing on all of the population. So we have to wake people up to that. And third, we have to be more active um, in our election, right? We have to start getting people at the polls. We have to start be getting people involved in those areas big time to make sure there's no corruption. If there's stupid ballot harvesting box, get out there with a video camera, film, record, call the police or be in the area at least as a distraction because if our elections are stolen our elections are rigged then we're not ever going to be getting the right people in no matter what we do so i think those are the three biggest areas we have to focus on Uh, i agree i think the third one still is still in jeopardy and i'll tell you why not that it's not a great idea it is but uh biden said well we need more money and then towards the end of his speech he said we're going to have a second pandemic and that was two weeks ago and i um, my fear is they're going to try to lock us down and go back to ballot harvesting so they can steal another election yeah yeah no i don't necessarily disagree i i'm uh, fearful of that but i do see that as a real possibility you know if we see the bull crap that we saw with trump like we both live in arizona and we know trump probably got 65 percent of the votes i mean you know how the rallies went both ways yeah. and and so if we see that again i think there's going to be extreme riots in the street uh, I, I, I don't think the Democrats are ready for what will be coming back their way. They think January 6th was bad. This will happen in every red state or every swing state where they poll this. Yeah, if they happen to steal, and I'm going to say steal because right now there's no way in hell they're going to win the midterms. They're just not. We're going to take both House and Senate. Yes. If we don't, uh, yes, it's rigged. Yeah, it's totally right. Well, yeah. if, Liz, if Liz Cheney and Lisa Murkowski win when they're so far behind in the polls, they're, they're, you know something's wrong. Lisa, tell people how they can follow your good work. You're on a lot of platforms, and, and people follow us in different ways, so, so make sure you hit them all. Yeah, um, so I am on restrictedrepublic.com. You guys can go there, subscribe. Uh, and that's kind of an all-inclusive platform. YouTube videos there and their commercial-free content on that. Uh, and exclusive video content. Or you can just um, find me on Rumble. I advertise some of that under uh, Restricted Republic. I'm on Rumble or even BitChute. Uh, I'm there at Lisa Haven and then YouTube as well. But start with the alternatives. Move there uh, so we can start growing those areas. Do you do, you do any podcasts? Podcasting? Off and on. Not really. I used to yeah. do it more, but I, I'll probably going to um, restart that up here soon. <laughs> you know, it's quickly becoming my biggest venue. 
Oh, and, nice. And it's, and it's grown exponentially. And I just why I asked you, because I'm finding they're not restricting the podcast like they are uh, content in so many other areas. I just wonder. But Lisa, listen, we're out of time, but uh, Mal, did we cover a lot of territory? You're good. You're efficient. And thank God we have you on our side. Thank you so much for what you do. Well, thank you, Dave, and thank you for having me on. Take care. You too. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.